All right. Good morning. Good morning. We live, y'all. We live. Y'all, so cold in here. You don't even know. I'm in my garage right now. <laughs> I was trying to look cute. I had all some clothes and I was like, yeah, I want to want to show up on YouTube looking cute. Baby, we chose survival instead. Okay. Your girl is bundled up because it's cold. <laughs> But it's all good. I'm feeling uh, warm right now and ready to get to this work. God want me to do this morning and I'm happy to do it. Amen. So I want to share with y'all how the Lord started speaking to me. And I also have this exercise that I do with people um, to help them understand how they can hear the Lord speak to them. See, we don't understand oftentimes like what it means to communicate with God and how God speaks and what we need to do. And you need somebody who's been there, who's done that, who God has trained up and has made themselves available to be able to just share with you what God did with them. So you have an understanding what to look forward to, because I didn't know. And I believe that hindered my process that drew my process out, but it all happened in the Lord's timing, right? So it all happened when it was supposed to happen. It's my journey. And, you know, the Lord was patient with me and graceful with me as I was just walking with him and learning to understand uh, how it was that he wanted to communicate with me. See, he had to attune my voice to his ear and it happened with process. You know, I remember in the beginning just being so because I wanted to hear from the Lord at a point in my walk, I had got real inspired by Paul Washer and he was talking about, you know, seeking the Lord with every step in this childlike matter. And he said, I'm not going to move until, Lord, you give me the next step until you tell me what to do. And I said, oh, I'm going to do that. And I tried it. Didn't nothing happen. I just I just sat there. <laughs> there were so many times where I was just sitting there and then I would get frustrated, John. I would be like, what is going on? This is why I don't talk to you because I can't hear from you. I was mad. I'm going to be honest. I was mad. I'm like, this is why I go to other sources because it's so much easier just to hear from these other sources than to just sit here and hear from you. What I didn't understand is the Lord was doing something with me in that process of seeking him. You see, God will meet you where you are. You set your intention on sitting with the Lord. You better believe the Lord is there with you. See, the Lord is there with you always because he's in you, right? The Holy Spirit is in you. His spirit is in you. You abide in him and he abides in you. But when you sit there, you have to understand that the Lord is present with you. You may not hear him the way you want to hear him. It don't mean he's not present there with you. He will reveal his voice to you in time. Just set the intention to be present with the Lord and to hear from him. See, as you do this, he will begin to reveal his voice to you. And I want to show you how he did this because it was process. I was getting so frustrated because it wasn't happening the way how I wanted it to happen. It wasn't happening how I expected it to happen. But in time, it happened. And it was this beautiful process. So I want to introduce myself. My name is Jennifer Mosby, and I am a prisoner of Christ. And I'm actually about to tell you how I came to get that title, prisoner of Christ, just like Paul, right? So I want to welcome you because today's topic is um, God's communication with me over time, right? the evolution of God's communication with me. It was a process. It evolved over time, but I want to talk about it. So this is how I started. I'm going to start from the beginning, right? When I got saved, it was about five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. I started doing the only thing I knew to do, okay? 
what I said was I didn't want to be a Christian that didn't know scripture, right? This was, I knew at the time as a book in which detailed who God was and how he wanted people to live, right? It was our SOP, our standard operating procedures, as far as I knew back then, right? So I just knew I had to read this Bible. So that's how I started. I just would read four chapters a day. I would get off work, y'all. So it would be in the evening time around four or five o'clock. And every day I was just committed to just reading scripture. And that's all I would do is just read four chapters a day. I wouldn't do anything else. And by the end of the first year, I had um, ended up reading the Bible cover to cover. And then every year after that, I just read the Bible cover to cover. I realized that God gave me this hunger and this thirst to just consume his word. Right. And I'm really thankful for that. But that's all I did. So then let's go to the next phase. What ended up happening, and this is probably after like a year of just reading the Bible, four chapters a day, very routinistic, is that I found myself waking up at four o'clock a.m. <laughs> every morning. Y'all, the first time I got up and I was like this, I'm telling you, I was like, open my eyes. I looked around. I saw it was still dark. I'm like, yo, why am I up? I was just like, up. <laughs> so, you know, I went back to sleep. But then the next morning it happened. And the next morning it happened. So I said, let me start looking at the time. And I looked at the time and it would be the same time every time. It would be four o'clock, four o'clock, four o'clock. Y'all, I didn't have no reason to be up at four o'clock in the morning, but I was just up. So I got up and what I heard eventually was right. Now, how did this happen? How did this voice happen? It sounded like almost it was my own, like it was my own thought. Now I understand the distinction because even though it comes up like one of my own thoughts, it's very clear that it has a distinct tone to it. And it's very distinct in which I know it's the Lord because I know how he speaks to me because he's attuned my ear to his voice. So I, I know it. But I heard right. So then I was like, all right. I went back to bed because <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. It's 4 a.m. I hear, right? It's still 4 a.m. So I went back to bed, but then I got curious about it and I started looking up YouTube and I'm like, yo, let me um, check to see if this happens. Like, is this guy waking me up and speaking to me? And lo and behold, it was just video after video after video and people talking about God speaking to me, God waking me up at 4 a.m. in the morning to go seek him. So I was like, okay. And then I learned a little bit more about it, that there's something very spiritual going on between three and five in the morning. The Lord says, those that seek me early, he delights in, right? Jesus got up early in the morning to go pray. There's just something real spiritual happening between the hours of three and five, y'all. So I was waking up at 4 a.m. And I was like, this is just odd because I'm really like up, up <laughs> and it's 4 a.m. I could go to bed at one o'clock and I would still just find myself waking up out of my sleep at 4 a.m. What I came to learn is that God was waking me up. So I finally got up one day and I was like, OK, I'm going to go and write y'all. So I went and I just got out my book. I read. And I just wrote like what I thought that the scripture was telling me. This is where it changed, y'all. Because when I was starting to write, y'all ever like write papers or type and you just be in a zone and you just like going at it. Yeah, working, they just like. <laughs> like they just going in. So I was doing that with my uh 
pen and my paper, I was like, what? No. And it's crazy because I was, but I was also almost observing it as though somebody else was writing because Jesus was dropping jewels, (laughs) y'all. The Lord was giving gems. And I was just like fascinated by it. So then I showed my husband, right? I was just talking to him and I was just telling him what I wrote. And even he understood like, oh, that's, that's something else. Because I don't use, I don't talk about, hey, Brian, that I don't talk about at all, right? It like couldn't be me. So I realized like in my writing that the Lord was speaking to me. So it's one of these things that I teach to other people. If you want to start hearing from God, it's these reflection exercises that you can do, which I have if you want it, but I'll also go over it at the end. But if you want to start listening to how God speaks to you, start writing, read scripture, and then reflect on it. And what is this? But that's how he started speaking to me, right? Scripture, I would reflect and the Lord would just enter in and start speaking to me. Now, then there wasn't a transition. I didn't notice like, okay, this is me and now this is God. It just was a flow in which I realized realized that immediately after I started reading and I started writing that it was the Lord. So I did that for a couple of years, right? But it was still only with my devotion time. It wasn't throughout the day. It was just during the time that I set for the Lord. So then my my practice started to grow a little bit. I went from 10 minutes to prayer. I would do like 10 minutes listening to different songs, minutes listening to different songs and singing because that's what I thought it was, just singing and connecting and just emotion with the Lord. That's what I thought worship, you know just was. I didn't understand the heart up and inviting the Lord in and connect. Worship was just songs. So I would just take a few minutes to sing songs. And then um, I would speak in tongues for like 15 to 20 minutes. And then I would read scripture and allow the Lord to teach me that way. So I was doing that for years. And then all of a sudden, the Lord told me to start waking up at three, at 3 a.m., y'all. And I was resistant to it. I was so mad, so mad because I felt like I had given so much up to the Lord. At this time, y'all, I was wearing head coverings. (laughs) I didn't have no makeup on. I didn't have no earrings, no nails. I was just so stripped down. I had my natural going. I had like the clothes that I wore were like so stripped down. It would be like t-shirt dresses, just very plain, very modest clothing. My shoes would be like from Walmart because I was convicted at a time to like not spend a whole lot of money on shoes. There's so many people that don't have any and we're spending hundreds of dollars on shoes. As so I thought at the time, so I, the Lord had also asked me to give up Asked on more than one occasion, gather up all your stuff, go give it to the poor. And I did that. Um, I had given up so many of my idols, y'all, to the Lord. And I felt like even with my speech, with my music, with everything that I was sacrificing so much, I just didn't want to give anymore. I didn't realize that the Lord was trying to take me somewhere eventually to where I am now right? The Lord is leading me somewhere. And I just felt like he was, you know, and I was so mad and I didn't realize that the Lord had something real special for me, real unique before me. When I was in my bag one time talking to the Lord about this, he said, Jennifer, I love you too much to allow you to stay in the boat. He says, I get this image of him holding his hand out to me. And he says, come, come walk with me out in the water. See, he's not inviting everybody. 
to do that. There was just something special, something special. He's like, Jennifer, you're chosen. Right? The rich young ruler, he had a choice. He got to walk away and we never saw him again. Jonah didn't have a choice. <laughs> right? But I was still, at the time, I didn't have this revelation. So I was just bothered that God was asking me for even more time. I was already waking up at four o'clock in the morning doing all the stuff. <laughs> now he wanted me to wake up at three. So I just didn't do it, y'all. I just didn't do it. And then months had passed, months and months and months and months. And we revisited. It might have been even a year. He said, Jennifer, I want you to wake up at 3 a.m. I said, God, I was still bothered by it. I was like, even more, even more, right? Here's where it hit me. Here's where my Christian walk really changed because I realized what he was doing. It was for me. It was for me to realize. I went through my routine as regular, my 10 minutes of prayer, my, my little bit of worship time, my little bit of reading scripture, my little bit of reflection time. Such a distinct tone to it that I know is God. It's not coming from outside of me. It's coming from within, right? So he told me so much about where I'd been about, about what he wanted me to do that I, this is what I'm missing out on. Like I realized like the Lord really wants to just, just, you know, teaching me about scripture. Like he wanted to sit and have a conversation with me and it blew my mind. Cause he's like, I want to show you. It's not what he said. It's just, you know, what I learned through it, which was, I, I have something for you. I want to talk to you. I want to do something with you. That's beyond just this checklist. I actually want to have relationship with you. I actually want to interact with you and engage you. See, I always dealt with God in such a way in which it was just more like a Q&A kind of thing, right? But I didn't understand what it was that God wanted to do. And then when you look in scripture, because you'll get an understanding of God actually wants to be able to talk to you. You like, you know what? Does God really want to conversate with me and engage with me? Yes. And I believe that's why he wanted me to start doing these lives. Because if you make the sacrifice of time, if you will allow yourself to continually seek the Lord and follow his leading, he's going to lead you into deeper levels of him, right? Look at Jeremiah chapter one. It's verse four, the call of Jeremiah. This is like my favorite scripture to go to because it really allows you to see how God wants to speak to us. The word of the Lord came to me. The Lord came to him and started speaking to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You were set apart. I appointed you as prophet to the nations. He's telling them who Jeremiah actually is, right? Jeremiah begins speaking to him. He's like, I don't know how to speak. But then the Lord responds, do not say I'm too young. You must go there. Like they're having a conversation. Y'all, they're interacting with each other. He's like, I've appointed you over nations. You see, then look, he's like, the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? Jeremiah is like, I see a branch of an almond tree. The Lord said, you have seen correctly for I am watching. He comes back again. He's like, what do you see, Jeremiah? Jeremiah is like, I see a point that is boiling. He begins treating Jeremiah like he's a prophet, right? Amos 3, 7 says, I don't do anything unless I tell my prophets first. So he's already treating him like a prophet. But then you go down and the Lord is still speaking to him. Get yourself ready. Don't be scared. Like he's speaking to him. I've made you today a fortified city. What an iron pillar, a bronze wall so you can stand against the whole land. This is how God wants to talk to us. 
You see, we don't give God enough time to be able to just talk to us. We'd be so quick because I remember how I was just in and out. I got to get in. I got to get out. Right. I just do my prayer. I do my scripture reading. I do my worship. I do my speaking in tongues and we done. Do you know God wants to sit with you and just have a conversation with you? He wants to just talk to you. He wants to explain things to you. See, when I realized during this process is Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, it calls the Lord a wonderful counselor. Yeah, the Lord one day and took me through a counseling process and I have the video and I actually have uh, the printout. If you want the printout, just send me an email. I'll send you the printout of that, too. It was step by step. Jennifer, first, I want you to think about all the influential people in your childhood. I did that. Then he said, OK, now I want you to write down all those people that you felt rejected by. He wanted me to realize how much rejection I had experienced and how I had carried that into every arena of my life, into every role that I was in in my life. Like he walked me through the whole process because he's a wonderful counselor, the Bible says. Yeah, what's too hard for God? There ain't nothing for me. It was so amazing. Y'all, he would have me go and watch different pastors, people with the same gifting that he said that I had. He said, take notes on it. I will go back time and he will say, okay, now take out your notepad. And now I want you to uh, go over it. Let's go over it together. And I would walk through it and he would teach me. He would be like, okay, this is what I want you to know. This is what God wants to do that because he wanted to train me just like he did with Jeremiah. And he wants to do the same with you. So I realized that my 3 a.m. wake-ups, they were expanding, right? I came out of that kind of checklist devotion time and I just allowed the Lord to start speaking to me. And then what I started doing is I gave my devotion time up to the Lord. I'm going to do another episode on how my devotion time evolved, right? Because that was a journey in and of itself. but. The Lord just showed me how he wanted to be able to speak to me. So here's the next thing that happened, y'all. I had already got into a way with the Lord where he was on paper. I was able to hear him, right? I was able to hear what he was saying to me and I would just, I would just write. So it wasn't a disconnect. It wasn't like I heard it and then I had to write it. It was like. I was writing it, right? But it was the Lord. So then he had me, because I still wasn't hearing from him throughout the day. He had me get up at 3 a.m. and he would have me like wash the dishes. And then he would be like, go clean the stove. And I was bothered by it, y'all, because I was like, I didn't wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> To wash no dishes. <laughs> but the Lord showed me, he was like, Jennifer, I need to show you a different way how to hear my voice. I need you to be able to hear it as you're doing something, right? So I need you just to be able to wake up, to be able to seek me, and then listen for the instruction. And then as you're in the midst of an activity, be able to shift, do a different activity because you hear my voice, right? So then he would be like, after I clean the stove, right? Because I'm up at 3 a.m. I got hours. <laughs> he would be like, okay, now I want you to go sweep. Now do this. And the reason why he told me that it was so important is because Throughout my day, he wanted to speak to me. He's like, when I get you in ministry and get you moving, I'm seeking me and hearing me throughout the day. See, sometimes we get so like mm, frustrated, so inexpected, so wrapped up, like we can't hear from the Lord. It blocks our flow, 
right? Because we just got all these thoughts, all these feelings, all these emotions going on. And we can't hear from the Lord. We're hearing our own thoughts. There's just too much going on. That's why a great practice, like I said earlier, was thinking about taking some of that pressure off and just, hey, what would the Lord say to me? <laughs> what do I think the Lord would say to me? And just start writing and let the Lord enter into that process. So I learned how to hear from the Lord that way. So now his voice came off a of paper and now I was able to hear him as I was moving around. So we got through that. So then the Lord had me start a marathon. He said, Jennifer, I want you to start a marathon. So look, y'all, can y'all uh, get the sense with me? I had a problem with his patience, with his love. I got to the point where he want me to be at right now and I still got more work to do. And that's why I call it a work in progress. But I praise God that he's with his daughter and he's working with me. Experience. I'm glad I had training. The Lord would speak to me as I was running. And he would tell me what to do. He would say, okay, now pray. And for the nation, I ain't never prayed for shins and all, all kind of stuff. And these prayers were coming up out of me that were wild. And that were beautiful. And it wasn't like anything that Jennifer would do on her own, definitely praying through me. So he would begin speaking to me during that time. And he had told me to do Bible studies for the kids. And he would give me the lessons for the Bible studies. And he just spoke to me while I was on the run. So it really helped to attune my ear to his voice because now we're spending hours and I'm just hearing from the Lord. I don't have no book. I don't have no pen. I don't have nothing. We're completely off paper. And he taught me like, hey, when you win the we hear from you. So then through it, I was just doing what the Lord told me to do. And in between that, he was speaking to me, but he would stop and be like, okay, now make a left here. So I ended up like, I don't even know where I was. So the Lord was like, I'm going to show you. So he said, just trust me. And it was like three o'clock in the morning, right? Because I'd already been, I woke up at like two. But it was 3 a.m. in the morning. So it was dark. I couldn't see nothing. He's like, just trust me. So he's like, make a left, make a right, go up to that stoplight. And then all of a sudden I found myself at the fitness park and I was like, wow. And the Lord was like, I need you to trust that I'm speaking to you and that I'm guiding you. I'm leading you. I'm directing you. Trust me, Jennifer. See, all of this is just building up to like, I actually want you to seek me throughout your day. Right. And be able to hear me no matter what's going on. There could be confusion. There could be pressure. There could be stress. I need you to be able to seek me and hear my voice in the midst of that. This is a two ear to his voice. But you see what you got to do first. You got to give him time. You got to allow him to be able to speak to you and deal with you. And this is, again, why the Lord wants me to make this video so you can understand this is what he wants to do with you. See. People don't think that the Lord wants to be that involved in their lives. And you got to follow him so that you can do that. So listen to the way how he talks to Moses. Look how he talks to Ezekiel. Look how he talks to Elijah. Look how he speaks to Jeremiah. Look how he speaks to Abraham. This is relationship. He's talking with them, right? Remember when he told Moses, he was like, hey, your people, when they was down there with the golden calf, <laughs> it was like, hey, these people are done skis. We going to start over, me and you. <laughs> and Moses is like, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, no, no. <laughs> it's not a good look, God. <laughs> Abraham. And it, he, the Lord allowed him to be able to do that. Like we're in relationship. We're talking with one another. I'm your father. I'm your father. Look how the Lord speaks to uh, Paul. Why do you persecute me? Right? He's like talking to him. So the Lord wants to be able to talk to us. It's not like he's talking to them and he just don't want to talk to you. It ain't like God ain't talking. It's are you giving God the time to talk to him? So you can get real frustrated like I did back in the day because he wasn't always talking to me like that. This was years. See, 
in year one, he wasn't talking to me like that. It was in year four that he evolved right into this point where he did right now. But then over time, he was leading me there. But I had to give him time. I had to sacrifice it. And then I also had to have an expectation to hear from him, but surrender my expectation in that God, let your will be done though. However you choose to speak to me and allow the evolution of that communication to happen. Right. Because there were different ways in which he was communicating through me throughout the day. But I had to get into really being able to hear his voice over time. But you got to give him time and give him room to be able to do that. Right. So I went through this marathon training and he began speaking to me that way. He showed me through that trip right to the field park. But then he also had another way. This young lady who I was mentoring, she called me up and she was like, yeah, I want to talk to you. So, you know, we went through this conversation. We met up and, you know, she was very moved. She was tearing up and crying. So I'm like, oh, the Holy Spirit is moving. Amen. We had a breakthrough, several breakthroughs, and it just was like, God, thank you for using me. I thought we was done because we was in in a conversation. And then she says this. She says, you should start a podcast. You know, you have a message and you should really start doing podcasts. So I was like, yeah. So I'm going to pray over it. And if I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me that's what he wants to do, then yeah, definitely. But I was thinking like, that ain't what the Lord telling me to do. Before I finished that sentence, the Lord was like, that's what I want you to do. Start a podcast. You need to ask her everything she know about podcasting. So she broke it all down to me. See here, I think I'm thinking I'm just here to talk to her. She's there to give me instruction as well. <laughs> God is good. And she told me this is how you do the RSS feed. This is how you do this. It was only probably a like 10 to 15 minute conversation, but she gave me enough to be able to start the podcast and to be able to start moving in that direction. How do I know how to do all that stuff? She just gave me a little bit and I believe the Holy Spirit led me in, you know, seeking out how to do the rest. But I didn't have anything at the time but a cell phone, y'all. So we talking about doing podcasts. I was doing videos, YouTube videos from my cell phone. God, like you need to go buy some stuff. But I didn't have money like that. Put it on the credit. So I said, okay, I went to the store. Y'all, I didn't know nothing about like, monitors and all that stuff. My husband had did that and we were separated at the time, which is a whole nother story. So I couldn't reach out to him and be like, how do you do this? All I ever knew was to buy a little laptop and to call it a day. But the Lord was telling me in the store, he wanted me to buy a monitor. He wanted me to buy a keyboard that went along with the monitor. It was like a wireless situation going on. He wanted me to buy a laptop. And I really didn't even know like what laptop to buy. And it was a lot of money. And a dude that I was talking to, the customer service rep, he talking about he got to go Google it. So bless his heart. But I'm like, oh, Yo, this is too much. And I just felt so pressurized that I had put my stuff down. I had basket. I put it down. And I was like, Lord, I can't do this. I got to go. I just felt so much pressure because I didn't have the money. I didn't know what to get. I didn't know this stuff. But I didn't like I was stressed out. I'm like, am I hearing from God? Because sometimes you just get wrapped up. There's just so much going on. But as I got ready to walk out of the store, the Lord said, go back. He said, put your hand and touch everything that I tell you that you think I want you to buy. So I did it. I said, all right. I touched it. He said, yes, 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 yes. And I, I just touched something else just to see. And he said, no. So then I knew this was what the Lord wanted me to buy. I got home and everything was just fine. It just hooked up just fine. It was easy peasy. But he was showing me another way on how to get confirmation to hear from him, right? When it gets too busy. So I even still now do this today. I'd be like, do you want me to buy this, Lord? Can you just tell me yes or no? I just, I want to make sure. I want to be sure. Because sometimes there's just so much going on, right? That it's difficult to hear from the Lord. 
So then the Lord had told me during a specific time about a little over a year ago that he wanted to start spending more time with me. Yeah. He said, just give me three months. Just give me three months. I realized that I had been in what I now call the Lord's boot camp. And I did a video on that where he was processing me. Yeah, the Lord got a boot camp. Better ask somebody as the Lord's processing. It's a consolidated period of time in which the Lord goes to work on you. <laughs> That's what he did to me. The way how the Lord explained it to me was that in a NASCAR race, the cars are going round and round and round and round. But what they'll do is if they have issues, they get pulled over to the side real quick. The maintenance team quickly got to figure out what they need to do to get the car back online, right? Because they need the car to work at optimal performance on the track, but they also have to deal with the time crunch and remaining competitive and all that. So there's only so much they can do, but they do as much as they can, but it takes expertise, right? To be able to do that. That's why you got these subject matter experts like that. But the Lord showed me, he was like, there is a time though where when the race is over and as time permits, that car needs to be completely taken offline and we need to be do a complete restoration <laughs> from ground up, right? We just need to take this thing offline and we need to see all the problems and we need to be able to fix all the problems, all the issues, right? So that way it can enter into another season of races. The Lord said, I got to take you offline, Jennifer. <laughs> I need to work on you, right? Because I tell you what, the Lord kept opening up opportunities that I didn't necessarily realize was the Lord, but was the Lord's. But I kept quitting. I kept running. I can't kept giving up. You know, I would get offended by people and I would be like, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> I would leave churches because I'm like, I don't like their attitude. I don't like how they treat me. I felt undervalued. It was just so much stuff, you know, that the Lord would set me up in ministry and different events and different things or even with my family. And because I had all these issues within myself, I could start it, I could get into it, but I could never make progress in it and actually complete it because of the fact that I was just dealing with things like rejection and I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know how to work through hurt, work through pain, work through fatigue, all that stuff. So the Lord is like, I got to take you offline and I got to work through all this stuff so that when you go back out there, you can actually remain long enough to sustain, <laughs> right? And stop starting and stopping and quitting and running. It's by God's grace that I was able to finish seminary and do some of the things that he told me to do. But he's like, we got to get another approach here. I got to get you together. <laughs> so, and I believe he did that because it was his time. He's like, it's my time, Jennifer. It's my time to use you. There's an appointed time and that time is now. So what he did was just these three months, he would wake me up. But then I realized like he was telling me what to do. I could hear his voice first thing. Now do this. Now do that. And it was all day. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the Lord is interested in the very details of your life. He'll order your steps. God was ordering my steps. He was telling me what to do. Y'all, what? <laughs> do this. Go here. Now do this. Now do that. No, now do this. This is how I got the name, a prisoner of Christ, like Paul, right? Yeah. See, God wanted me to lose my whole life. I asked him, I said, God, why did you wait so long to save me? Why did you wait so long to do this with me? And he said, I wanted you to exhaust all the life because one day I know I asked you for it all. So I said, okay. 
Now, I thought this was just going to be for the three months, but when the Lord's boot camp was over, he said, this is how I want you to live your life. <laughs> that was just the beginning. I want you to get up and seek me every day and listen to what I tell you and do what I say. Ain't that what the scripture tells us? To be led of the spirit. Yeah, those that are led of the spirit are children of God. That's what he wanted. That's what he did. We just got to surrender. And he was building me up this whole time for that. This loss of life. This loss of life. So it's funny because as I be, as I finished the Lord's boot camp, here is something you need to know. You got to know. I can't get off this live unless I tell you. I was just moving through my day, just a regular, smegular day, so I thought. But this is the day I would hear Satan's voice. I never heard Satan. Never. Never. But all of a sudden, I heard, I heard Satan, and I knew it was Satan. I knew it was Satan. How did he speak to me? Kind of the same way the Lord did. Like I can hear the Lord, but it's coming from a different direction with a different tone. It's kind of distinct to where I'm like, okay, that's God. Satan came in in a different way, but I recognized the distinction from his voice. But it's something that I can't explain how I knew it was Satan. I cannot explain it. But just something in the spirit just let me know that this is Satan. What did he say? Jennifer. The Lord, he said, Jennifer, Jesus wants you to give up everything. God wants you to give up everything. I'm not requiring you to give up everything. I have more for you. So he kept speaking to me. And by this time, the Lord had already trained me on spiritual warfare. He had me sit and watch um, Prophetess Miranda. She's on YouTube. And she actually goes through like how to spiritually war. And you could see examples as she like walks with people as they're spiritually warring. So he taught me how to do that. And he was having me read books and teaching me in scripture. So I knew how to do it. So I'm binding, casting out. I'm using scripture. I'm all this stuff. And then he interrupts me to speak again. I'm to go back to the same thing. He interrupts me to speak again. But this time the Lord enters in as I tried to interrupt him with this spiritual worry. worry and he says, Jennifer, you need to let him speak. He needs to make the offer. So then what came to me, it's not a super spiritual thing. It was just an image that came into my head, right, of Jesus in the wilderness and how Satan came to present him the offer, right? He said, Jennifer, you need to let him speak. He needs to present you the offer. So what did he offer me? During that time, he made the offer pretty much of this is what God is trying to take from you, right? Because he was in a stripping season. So I don't believe he used the word Lord. I believe he used just the word God and Jesus that God is telling you to do. And he tried to make it seem like what God was doing was so terrible. And he was like, I got this image of like Bruno Mars. I don't know why. <laughs> of like being on a boat vacationing with like partying. And he's like, I'll give you all this. I'll give you all the riches. I will, you know, give you someone who will love you, you know, tremendously. I'll give you all this stuff. And he's like, if you don't, I will terrorize you. I will terrorize your family. I will terrorize your children. I will terrorize your husband. Yeah, he told me all of the worst stuff that he would do to me. He said, I'm just in your thoughts right now. What happens when I really start working in your life, right? And start working in your kid's life. He said, just come to me. That's the first time that Satan spoke to me, right? Then he spoke to me again. Right. Months later, all hell broke loose. And he said, I told you I'd be back because I told him no. He spoke to me again. Things got real bad. And he was like, all you have to do is denounce God. Three times Satan spoke to me. Then it started getting regular. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So I got to make sure I mention that in this live, because you got to know as you begin 
to learn God's voice. Satan want to be like God. <laughs> he going to talk to you too. So as you begin to learn God's voice and the deeper you go into relationship with God, trust and believe. Satan following right behind God and he going to speak to you too. And you have to be ready. So I did a video on this. That's why you got to know what your weaknesses are. Yeah. You got to know those things that you're not willing to give up because those are all the things that Satan's going to use, right? To entice you, to draw you away from God. So as you go on your path to learn God's voice, trust and believe you're going to learn Satan's voice as well. I just want to give you a warning for that. All right. So that's all I have, y'all, for today. That's the whole evolution. Hey, we like 49 minutes in. But I also wanted to show you this exercise. So one of the things that I talked about in the live is this exercise that I do with people to help them begin learning God's voice, how he speaks to them. So if you're having trouble listening to God's voice, the instruction is as you read the Bible, reflect on it, start writing on it, and then just think about like, what would God say to me? And then start writing and watch how God enters into that process, right? As you go to him and you begin reflecting on the notes that you take at church, at the notes that you take while you're listening to sermons on YouTube, reflect on it and then think, what would God say to me? And start writing, right? Sometimes we got to get past all of that. We got to get past our thoughts and our feelings about it. But here's um, this exercise, and I can send it to you, but it's from the Joyful Journey, listening to Emmanuel, right? And it's called thought rhyming. So you take about five minutes and you answer these questions for yourself. This is what you would like to say to God. You start with writing, I see you, right? I see you, and then dot, dot, dot. Finish the question, right? What do you see God doing? So I see you working in my life, trying to deepen the relationship, wanting to communicate with me, wanting to guide me in this direction. I see you, right? Finish the sentence. I hear you. I understand you. I am glad to be with you. I give you. So those, uh, one, two, three, four, five, those five questions, dot, 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 are the beginning of those five statements. And then finish the statement. Talk to God. Then you're going to write down those same beginning statements and think about what God would say to you. First, of course, before we even start, we want to pray for God to be able to speak to us. We always want to invite the Lord, right? Set that intention. God, you're welcome. God, I want you to speak to me. Lord, I want to invite you into the conversation, right? You sitting down, you invite God to sup with you. So I see you. I hear you. I understand you. I'm glad to be with you. I give you. But this time, it's as the Lord is completing it. So what would the Lord say to you? What do you say? Example, I see you. I would imagine the Lord saying to me right now, let me just think about it. Give me a few minutes. Let me just let me just think about what I feel God saying. I see you trying to be all that I've called you to be. Keep going. And then I would write, I hear you. I understand you. I'm glad with you. Do this exercise more than once. People are always surprised when I've done this with my kids. I've done this with Bible study groups. People are surprised that, yeah, what they hear is what's unexpected, what they end up writing. Write long enough, right? Because you might be in your soul and you might be thinking, but let Write long enough so the Lord can enter that process and he'll surprise you. So the wonderful counselor PDF I have, um, I can send that to you because it's so good. It'll really help you um, understand why you are the way you are. And if you want to uh, email me so I can walk with you through it and you don't want to do it by yourself, let me know. We can get on um, 
a uh, Zoom call or live or whatever, and it's free 99. <laughs> it's just a sister in Christ trying to help another sister and brother in Christ um, explore and deepen their own lives and their relationship with Christ. So, and I can also send you this document. Y'all, it was real good to do this live. This is series one, you know, and I hope you're just able to gain from this, that the Lord actually wants to talk to you, actually wants to be in conversation with you. He wants to be in relationship with you. We got to move outside of checklist Christianity and it's not judgment. When I say checklist Christianity and trying to be a good Christian and just telling people to try Jesus and saying, hey, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> it's more than that, right? It's going after Jesus, taking up your cross, denying yourself and following him. But it's not a judgment. You know what you know. It's what you've seen. It's what you've experienced, right? Some people don't know any better. Some people have decided that that's, that's what they're going to do. Okay, well, that's on them. <laughs> Jesus, please help them to open their minds up and to surrender to you uh, in new and fresh ways. But it's not a judgment thing. They are where they are in everything in time. God's got them, <laughs> you know? They have their own master, right? So, and it's not me. But, you know, for those, they know what they know. So this is why the Lord is having me do these series so that you know that there's another way, right? You see another way. This is like real flesh and blood here. This ain't AI. <laughs> this is somebody who ain't crazy, y'all. This is somebody who tried to run. This ain't some super holy, super spiritual, super like... <laughs> fantastic being right here. <laughs> this is a regular smegular girl whose walk with Christ is not about one who she's great and she's mighty and she's capable. It is one that, oh, me, oh, and all of my wicked heart's desires, me and wanting to go my own ways, me and not knowing any better, me and being rebellious and not wanting to surrender, me not understanding what God was doing. This is in spite of all of that in my worldly ways, the Lord is saying, I chose you and I love you and I got somewhere I want to take you. And if you trust me, I'll lead you there and him being patient enough just to lead me y'all. So I hope you take this as just a model of what God wants to do and lean into him for yourself. Start seeking him out. Okay. And God will meet you there. He will. So I pray for your faith. I pray for your strength. I pray that God meets your every need. I pray that God fulfills the desires of your heart. If you are interested in a Christian book club and a Christian basic Zoom meeting and life coaching, uh, email me and I will um, respond to you uh, within a day or two. If you are interested in supporting my son in a t-shirt clothing line, his little t-shirt is online, y'all support him in his call. He is called by God to be a uh, voice for the youth. Yeah, expressing their commitment to uh, God uh, through fashion. So support him, that t-shirt's on there. And then if you want to be a part of community, Facebook at Follow God 2024. So y'all, that's it. All right, y'all, I hope y'all lose. Yourself in Jesus. Go away with him. Bye.